You're listening to Sarah Hagen backstage with interviews and insights from years inside the music industry. Join Sarah as she talks with masters of their crafts, finding out what makes them tick both inside and outside of the music business. Welcome to Sarah Hagen backstage. My guest today, Charles Haynes, is an incredible drummer, producer, and friend. He has worked with some amazing artists, including Kanye West, Lady Gaga, Keon Harold, Ed Sheeran, and many, many more. I'm going to talk to Charles today about getting his start in drumming and finding out that drums were not his first instrument. We'll talk about producing, his studio work that got him through the pandemic, and what he is up to now with his new project. So come along with me as I catch up with Charles Haynes. Charles, welcome to the podcast. Hello, 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 hello. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to be here. Oh, it's so amazing to see you. It's great to see you also. Absolutely. And tell tell us about where you are right now. You're you're in a very cool looking space. Well, I'm in the studio, my studio right now. It's called the control room. Shortly after uh, the pandemic hit, uh, I was like, okay, so what now? And uh, a friend of mine, I was looking for a space, and a friend of mine uh, called me and said, hey, something just opened up, should take a look. I took a look, and it was terrible. Walls was red, carpet (laughs) on the floor, no lights, no doors, and I was like, this is perfect, I'll take it. And uh, everybody on my team was like, what's wrong with you? Like, what do you mean? You got a space. I'm like, I got it. We got a space, guys. You got a space. And yeah. And you had a vision, I'm sure. I had a, I had a vision. I was like, trust me, guys. It's going to be perfect. And uh, a little little sweat, a little blood, sweat, and tears. And um, I think I got it in May. And I was doing a K-pop recording in June. Wow. Like it was, it was, I did one post, it was like it's coming along. And a friend of mine uh, sent me an email, like, can you cut drums? I said, uh, <laughs> yeah. And the files started coming. And then that was, that was it. We've been, I've been mixing records and cutting drums and like a madman since. So, no, complaint. yeah, that's, that's amazing. And this is in Boston, right? Yep, it's in Brighton, Brighton, Mass. Brighton. So, yep. Very good. And so, have you been able to work there through the pandemic and you know, recording I, done? I got a, a ton of recording done. It, you know, I had some stealth moments happening during COVID. Uh, I was traveling in and out of New York. Yeah. Uh, on the floor of a studio in the drum room, uh, doing a ton of sessions. I did. A jingle session, they call it 40 for 40. It was 40 jingles in two days. Wow. It was charts, and I'm reading like a madman. My eyes was hurting. I had a headache. <laughs> I was like, Lord, this one to two minute jingles is it's starting to get to me right now. But yeah. Uh we were doing, you know, 20 jingles a day. And then I did, I want to say in New York, I played maybe I recorded two or three full albums. Uh, I I scored a documentary during the same time, so it was quite a bit going on for me doing uh, <laughs> doing COVID, which I know for a lot of us, a lot of musicians and singers and all everything, everyone had their hands up. But I, you know, I 
I was blessed. I lucked out on this one. You know, it, it was working from May all the way up till right now still. So that's so good to hear. Great. Yeah. And yeah, any yeah. of those jingles um, that we would recognize? They haven't been placed yet. So okay. they're still trying to place them to whatever a couple of coffee commercials and yeah you'll you'll have whatever. to let me know because i'm sure I like, definitely will I I'll, definitely or, or i'll just reach will. out and I'll be like charles is this yours it's stuck in my head yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was it was it was unique because it was kind of old school as far as jingle sessions there is you know yeah uh there was like a lot of straight ahead and then okay you know chart number 25 through 31 is all reggae and then chart numbers, you know, so on and so forth. So, and then we had to do like a whole gospel section, then a whole ballad section. Wow. Like, this is more like pop rock, like old school pop rock. So I had like a lot of snare drums with me. And mm -hmm. It was crazy. It was crazy. We had a great time. Had a great time. But so we'll, we'll see. It sounds like fun. It was, it was a whole lot of fun. You know, I, I personally haven't done anything like that in quite some time. You know, and the uh, and the world we, we you know we kind of live in now. You know, you don't really get like, hey, listen, guys. So chart number forty-seven, uh, second staff, third bar. Let's run that. It's like, oh my god, okay. Thank God I had my glasses that day. You know, and I was like, okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> That's so great, though. And yeah, it, and it was great. And I, I know, um, you know, kind of like getting back into reading charts in that atmosphere has yeah. to be different, but it's so great that you have that skill set and that it opens up those doors for you. Yeah, definitely. No question about it. I mean, uh, I can't say who, but someone called another friend of mine and asked like, hey, do you know any drummers that's like today can play today stuff but still funky and still play jazzy but can he read he's like i got the perfect person so it's like yes no telling what this session is going to be like because i know the guy his he can write some difficult music so we're going to see uh i can't wait happens. to hear yeah yeah it's going to be great it's gonna oh be that's great. exciting and like who great. better too i mean you just described yourself and your uniqueness perfectly because you have this like you know not only can you read music but you also have this versatile style where you can sit and do those jingles with all the different styles of music or you can go from one gig to another you can be you know playing pop music and then you can pl be playing gospel music and jazz yeah. music and it's just you're so incredibly versatile <laughs> well you, that was kind of my upbringing being from east st louis uh you know to work back at home you kind of had to to make a, a, a decent living, you kind of had to play more than just one thing. And so I was that little young kid playing with all these, I'm not gonna say very old, but older men <laughs> <laughs> playing blues. They look at me like, all right, kid, you gotta play it like this. I'm just like, okay, whatever you guys need me to do, I'll, I'll do. So coming from East St. Louis, from the just the Midwest area, you know, Thursday I'm playing straight ahead at, um, at the Jazz Majestic with Steve Kirby. Uh, Friday, I'm playing uh, a wedding gig that's you know, a private. I'm 16, 17 years old. I was not allowed in these places. And every, like Thursday through Sunday, I'm playing something different every day. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So 
And it just kind of carried on to my professional career so far. That's so, that's so great. Um, and you, when, when did you, how old were you when you started playing? Ah, that's a rough one. I kind of, you know, been a, been a church boy. Uh, mm -hmm. My father, bless his heart, may he rest in peace. He got off the drums, started shouting. At two years old, I got on the drums trying to mimic my father. And besides, besides them kicking me off the drums, they just <laughs> let me stay. <laughs> they should have kicked me off, but they just let me stay on there. And then it just kind of grew from there, you know, uh, playing in church, trying to mimic my father and then being exposed to other musicians. And, and my father had a love for funk music. So mm. he was always playing, you know, Funkadelic, JB, the list goes on and on and on and on. And so it's not until I got to high school, I discovered jazz. Mm -hmm. And and it's funny, at that time, I wasn't even playing drums. I wanted to play saxophone. Wow. So when I when junior high school, I was like, yo, I, I want to play drums more. I want to play sax. I played sax from junior high school all the way up to high school. When I got to high school, my jazz band director, uh, Ronald Carter, the other Ronald Carter. Okay, I was just gonna is, ask that. Yeah, everybody, everybody <laughs> asks. I'm like, it's the other Ronald. It's the edge. You know, he's the, the educator. Yeah. Um, he caught me playing the drums. He came. He came in from the hallway. He came inside. He, you know, he was kind of a uh, what's the movie I'm thinking of. What's his name? It's from the movie uh, Morgan Freeman played on the movie Lean on Me. He was he was rough with us. He was rough with us young kids from the hood, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But he came around that corner and was like, who was just playing drums? I was just like, he was like, go put your horn up. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> You're never playing saxophone again. Oh my Here, gosh. Here's a Roy Haynes or Art Blakey. And I can't remember uh, a Max Roach record. Learn yeah. everything off of this. And then he was like, here's a book. Read this book. And I, I taught myself really how to read music. You know, I wow. sat in the hallway and clapped rhythms for hours because, you know, I had I wanted to be in the jazz band. To be in the jazz band, you got to read these charts. And yeah. it was always, we was always sight reading. We was always all of that. So. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just brought me to where we at right now. Honestly, yeah, that's that's incredible, and I I can I can picture all of that happening, and um, <laughs> kind of like understand where it fits into your style, which is really great. And and how how fantastic that you had that experience in high school. Like I had a very similar experience with jazz band. hadn't been exposed nice. to jazz music, and my. Um, you know, concert, my band director in high school was an incredible jazz um, player, saxophone and clarinet. Uh, and he right. would say, same thing, like listen to these records. And I was blown away. Like, how yeah. did I not know? Um, and it just changed my, my perception of music, right. you know, understanding because it all comes from there. And it just, uh, yeah, it's just incredible. I'm glad you had that experience. I mean, you know, and for me, you know, I, you know, for some reason, even junior high school, I didn't even know how possible it was until now, until, you know, my adulthood. But even junior high school, I was like, listen, guys, I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to live out of my suitcase. 
I'm gonna play music. Now I didn't know it was gonna be on drums. Yeah. I just know <laughs> these are the <laughs> things I was gonna do. And I don't know, you know, I can remember, you know, after after a while I, I started seeing it. And so I moved everything out of my room. My video game was gone. I just had my dresser, my bed, and my drum set was in my room. That's so, so great. So before, in high school, before I would go to school, I would wake up in the morning, shed for about 45 minutes, take a shower, go to school, and, you know, skip class, practice all day. <laughs> I was that kid, you know. And, <laughs> and come, you know, do jazz band after school, go home, practice some more. And play some basketball for a few hours, go to sleep, do the same thing. That was my daily routine in high school until I got to Berkeley. I love that. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And so um, did you, when you switched over to drums, did you ever play saxophone again? Were you ever tempted? To, no, you never picked it back up. <laughs> it's funny. Last time I picked up a saxophone, probably five, six years ago, my daughter, Casey, Mm-hmm. Wanted to join the uh, the concert band in her school. She wanted to play saxophone. I said, you know, I used to play. I used to play saxophone. Let me see here. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, oh no. Nah. All the music, all the music that I got up here, I could not apply it at all. Nothing. Why? Wow, like, <laughs> it must be harder now, though, because now, because now you have like. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's cracking me up. I'm just picturing this. I'm picturing your daughter looking at you like, um. She was like, that, that ain't it. I'm like, this is, listen, baby, this is Eric Dolphy. I'm playing with, you know, like, she was like, no, 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 dad, no. I'm like, Charlie oh Parker? God. I'm like, no, yeah. Charlie Parker. I don't even know who that is, but that ain't him, though. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love it. And I just, you know, it must be harder for you now because you have all that in your head. Like you want to yeah. pick it up and play like yeah. those, those amazing yeah. artists. And Whereas when you're a kid, you're satisfied with, you know, whatever it is that you're reading these, and learning. These, these whole notes I'm playing, this B flat major scale. I was like, I'm doing it guys. Y'all yeah. hear me? <laughs> Did y'all hear that scale? I'm going to come up. Nah. <laughs> My chance, Mr. Carter said, man, go put your horn up. Don't <laughs> worry about it. touching it ever again. That just let me know that I was probably terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and he really wanted to tell me that before he even heard me play drums. Oh. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all glad you made the transition to yeah, drums, however it here. happens. That's a good same thing here. for all of same us. Here. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So you had a vision when you were a kid of traveling traveling yeah. the world just living out of your suitcase and like that's the life that you wanted yeah kind of like a nomad you know just i just i had it i saw it you know not knowing how or where and you know where i'm from they always say like oh man you made you made it out i'm like it's true it, it is kind of that bad where it's like wow you, you made it out and and i just i just Countries I've never heard of, could never imagine touching. Mm. I was like, I'm going there, guys. They're like, they're like, nah. But well, I see you at the the penny candy store when we get out of school. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm there, guys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I I love that story. That's so 
that's so fantastic because you know a, a lot of a lot of kids have dreams of what they want to do in the future yeah. and that kind of thing and i think that in order to pursue it and make it happen it has to be your focus and you right, talked about right. taking your video games out of your room and this is what you did and you focused on it and sure you skipped classes and you know that oh, i definitely did <laughs> I definitely got in trouble for that. <laughs> you know, right? I'm sure. And I'm I'm sure there were people in your life that were like, you need to, you know, focus on the academics and study yeah, more and do this. Yeah. But like I mean, my, my that was my mother. I mean, even though my mother was and my father, they was completely open to, you know, uh my dream or what I saw. My mother always always say, Listen, you need a plan B. I was like, I got it. She's like, What's that? I was like, the same thing I'm doing right now. Yeah. I will not fail. Yeah. She's looking at me like you, you crazy. Yeah, you better, you better, you better go get an education. I'm like, Ma, I'm telling you, I'm a smart guy, but I'm telling you, I will mm -hmm. not fail at this. I see it, and maybe yeah. like ten years ago or or a little bit less, my mother was like, "Well, I guess you made it. You you said you saw it, and you would not fail." And I never told my mother until later years, but I was homeless twice mm -hmm. in my lifetime mm -hmm. so far. Uh, it was, you know, challenging in my car, at my friend's place, sleeping on their couch, on their floor. I slept on my friend's floor for like months. Like, okay, it'll happen. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I never looked at it as a, uh, as a fail. Mm-hmm. I looked at it as a learning experience. Like this is what I don't do. The next time, I don't do this. You know, right. you won't end up in the situation again. So, right. You know, I just knew. I just knew what what I supposed to be doing, and yeah, where, you had where, you had where I wanted to be at like laser focus, and I think that's I was super important, focused, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah, I've talked yeah. to so many, so many musicians, and you know, all of the ones who are in at that doing it for a living. It was like, you know, there is no plan B and that makes me focus on plan A. Right, right. 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 You, you know, I, I had that, that I, I won't fail mentality, you know, <clears throat> like, will I be the best of it? Or like, I'll be the best of one of them. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't think um, there's so many sides of music, period. There isn't just one. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So, so like I'll, I'll I'll be there and yeah. I will be recognized and I'll be loved and I will be hated. And that's cool with me also. The hate <laughs> brings on the strength, everybody. Come on. Absolutely. And, and you are loved, Charles. <laughs> and you you're so funny because you kind of like fly below the radar in yes. a lot of ways. And we've talked about this before because I remember years back I was like, Charles, you gotta get an Instagram, you know. <laughs> You were like it took, it took no. me forever to do that. I was like, I'm good, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's like it's so many billionaires in this world that mm -hmm. we don't know about, and they're just living their life. Not saying that, you know, sometimes being recognized from your peers and everything else is it's it's great, but you know, I just love yeah. waking up, create music, go to sleep. Work yeah, out exactly, and that's and it. that and that's the thing too. Like you are so recognized by your peers. Like you know, mentioning yeah. that we were doing this podcast today, everyone's like, "That's great, I love Charles. That's so great." You know, everybody <laughs> just loves you. Um, so you don't even, you know, you don't need that 
necessarily, but I do, yeah. I do love that you're there and you're posting now and I can kind of keep up with you and yeah, yeah, see what's yeah. up because it's, I mean, it's a great way to keep in touch. I, I, I was posted when I was in Europe just, just a yes. couple of weeks ago. I Ooh. saw it looked Jeez. beautiful. It was a great, it was different, but it was great though. It was, uh, Europe was an experience this, you know, in this, in this post COVID world we stay in right now. Um, it came with a lot of QR codes, a lot of applications I had to fill out just to go from France to Poland, Poland mm -hmm. to the UK. They all have their separate rules. Right. Of, uh, of what you have to do. Like in, in the UK, if you if I was staying there longer than 48 hours, I would have to have a, a test within that 48 hours, mm -hmm. which I did. And, you know, it. Is everything is in the system. Everything we did was in the system. And it came with a separate QR code. Walk in a restaurant, they have to mark your QR code. Everything wow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was different, man. That we is had a different. We had a great time, but it was definitely like Sweden was challenging because <laughs> we landed in Stockholm and we're walking through the airport. You know, everybody in the band, we all have our mask on. Just like, hey, does anybody else notice that no one in this airport is wearing a mask? No one. Really? I was like, uh, do they have the cure here? They're not telling us, like, <laughs> what's really going on. And, you know, we had a long layover. I think it was like a four-hour, four, yeah, I think either four or five-hour layover or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we're just sitting at the dinner table eating some food. Just like, man, nobody is wearing their mask. We got on a plane. I was like, wait a minute, guys. We're on the plane now. Nobody. No mask. No nothing. Wow. I said, well, why, Sweden? Yeah, I don't know what the numbers are in Sweden, but they was doing it. Yeah. It, it, was, it was chill, you know. But it is, it is interesting how the different countries handle handle it all differently, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, in the United States, all the states handle things differently. We're, you know, we're like, we're not that far from each other. We're all connected, guys. All <laughs> connected. All connected. I was in San Francisco a month ago, uh, more than a month ago. But I spent like, I don't know, two, three weeks there. And it was, I was like, okay, San Fran. Like, the part I was in is called the Tenderloin. Mm -hmm. it, and anyone knows the Tenderloin, they already know what this face means. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of people googling the tender. Uh, 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 listen, let me tell you something. It was an experience. Uh, yes, walking through there, I was like, I'm walking outside. I'm like, I'm just gonna walk with my mask on outside. It's it's okay. It's about yeah. Uh, you know, so between there and then flying over to Europe, it's kind of like, like my face was tired. Honestly, mm. it was tired of a mask. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and that isn't it's interesting how that how that happens. Like you kind of get the mask fatigue, you know, and then it makes you think like this is what I think about it. Cause I just spent a week at PASIC in Indianapolis and we were all masked all the time. Um, which was great and it felt good and it was great to be back in person with everybody, you know. Right, but, right, right. Now was um, everyone masked up or everyone was masked to, up? Had to yep. show uh, proof of vaccination. Proof of vaccination, exactly. Yeah. So it felt good, like it felt safe, right. as safe as possible. And um, but 
at the end of the week and the flights and all that stuff. And I just remember getting off the the plane on Sunday and being like so anxious to get take my mask off, like get outside and take off my mask. Um, yeah, and then right, it made me right. think about all the pe all the healthcare workers. This is like their all day, every day reality. That's all that's day, do. every day. So I, then I said, you know, Sarah. I, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine it. I cannot imagine it. It's yeah, just, right. Ooh, Lord, we I all got a taste of that. <laughs> right, right. And just sitting on a plane for eight hours with my mask on, I was like, yeah. how did they... <laughs> How do they do this? You know, I'm like, you know what? They love what they do. Like, I love what I do. I'm sitting on a plane, you know. You do what it takes. Doing what it takes. You do yes. what you love, you know. So. There's one positive, though, on an eight-hour yeah. flight like that. And I don't know if you're like me, but I, I just sleep. Like, I fall asleep and I it's... You know, I sleep now. You already you, know. Back back in the day, I definitely didn't sleep. Today... Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 good for an eight hour, ten hour yeah. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but the great thing about a mask is no one, you know, if you like sleep with your mouth open. Oh yeah, yeah. Or, or no question about things. it. No question about it. No Get the question mask. about it. Yeah, I mean that 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 is a that is a plus. I will right. give, give you that. We have to look for the positives here. Right? Oh, always, always, always. Hey, listen, this the last flight that I had to go to France, I was like you know what? Uh, how much is a uh, what else was like? How much to upgrade the ticket? They yeah, gave me the price. I said, "Oh, that's cheap." Count yeah. me in. I was like, "Count me in." Upgrade my ticket, and I had the whole front of the plane to myself. I said, "Cool." Amazing. I, like, I, don't, I don't know why nobody didn't ask. I'm like, I don't know if y'all just hooking me up with a discount price, but I'm in. So I love it. So but I still had to I still had to wear my mask though. <laughs> still have to wear the mask. But at least you're more comfortable. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So, I love yeah. it. And so, how was like touring and all of that and getting back out there? You know, it it was honestly it was different because um, it comes with it comes with a lot now. It's like okay, uh, every two weeks got to take a COVID test, which is you know these things I you know at the beginning. I thought was like, yo, this is a hassle. Like, why we got to keep doing this, man? But, you know, keeping everybody safe, I completely, completely understand. Yeah. So, so, you know, when I did San Francisco, even though we were set up in San Francisco and I was working on the film, I was doing a, a plan with Keon Harrell and I was working on the film with him there at the same time. So, uh, we didn't, I had to test before I came there and I test. We were there for two weeks, not tested um, after we left. And then I tested again before we went to Europe. We had like three days off, and then we flew uh, further over, over over the water. So it's it, it has its weird, weird moments, honestly. You know, you're looking at a, a, a crowd of people yelling. I'm like... You know, guys, I'm still feel like this thing is kind of out there. Right. Still, they're like, yeah. I'm like, no, close no, your mouth. No, don't man. yell in my direction. <laughs> don't look at me, but look at me. <laughs> but don't look at me. Ah, it's not working out for me. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so true. It is. I feel like it is like that. Like it's, it's like, okay, this is so great. And then, oh, I'm a little, little nervous right. about that. Right, and then, right, right, you know, right. but it feels like, it's getting there, right? Like yeah. 
it's been so <laughs> such a slow process, such a hard time for everyone. It but it does I'm, feel like something's giving, right? I mean, I mean, I, I I've been saying since the start. I'm like, you know, about four years, we'll be back fully, fully. Mm. And I mean, we're we're in well into year two, on the way to year three. So, it's, yeah, it's it's on its way. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, you know, realistically, guys will be back to full arena stadium tours and living their best life, and hopefully, you know, we don't have to uh, endure this madness no time soon. Yeah, you know I can't wait. I know you yeah, can't wait yeah. either. Uh, I'm listen. Like I said, I've been working like a madman since. Yeah, between between jingles and you know, I. I took on another trade maybe 15 years ago. I don't know. It was doing it was doing my little small ending when I my small run I did with Lady Gaga. You know, I was on the verge of missing my second born mm-hmm. first birthday. And I was just like, man, I missed my firstborn. Yeah. I missed her birthday. I was in Amsterdam mm-hmm. with Kanye. And I was like, oh, you know. At some parts, I'm like, they won't remember this, but I will. And it just yes. it just sits a little different on me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I when I was ending my spill with uh, Gaga, I was like, you know what, man? You know, to a certain extent, touring is great, and I will always do it. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing like mailbox money. That's what mm-hmm. I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Publishing checks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so I just got into that arena of production and producing and, you know, it's, it was definitely moments I had to say no. I didn't want to, but mm-hmm. I did. And then some artists I work with, like Michelle, because uh, she does film, she does commercials off and on and X, Y, Z. So uh, I did a few things with her and it just kind of pushed me along to do to do more. So when COVID hit, I was like, cool, I'm... I went down the rabbit hole of mixing records and everything else. So I'm like, cool. I have a Dropbox full of records, albums to mix, and a Dropbox full of drums I need to cut. So Right, right. My year is gone. I'm sitting right in the studio. You know, yeah, I, and it let, I, you focus, let you focus on some of those things, too, whereas you'd have to normally be, like, breaking up your time right, between right, a number right, of different right. things. So that's that's great. I almost treated it like uh, something I've never been able to treat my lifestyle of of writing and working and creating like like a nine to five. I would walk in at nine o'clock and take a break at one, two, eat a little lunch, mm-hmm. do a little bit more. Five thirty, I'm out the door. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm I've been here since nine o'clock. I've been working all day. It's like. And, and you know me. Usually, I'm like, y'all, I'm working three days straight, nonstop, yeah. getting yeah. it done, and then all hell breaks loose. So I was like, you know, so now, like I said earlier, I, I sleep now eight, ten hours. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't believe that. I, I can't remember the last time I used to sleep like that. So it's amazing. And, you kind yeah, of, yeah. you, you almost have like a nine to five now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a super cool nine to five. It's the coolest nine to five I can ever imagine. You know, right? 
<laughs> so I wake up, do my thing, and here we are. You know? And then and then you get time with the family, you know, you get, get to have dinners with the family yeah. and all that stuff yeah. and yeah. make up for, for any any moments that you felt any, like you weren't there any, for. Any lost time, any yeah. birthdays being missed. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And let's let's go back in time a little bit and talk about those days yeah. on the road because you we've known each other forever, it feels like. Um yes. Like yes. 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 way yes. back, way back. But I just I remember you coming in when I was at Zildjian to pick symbols and we would spend time together and just laugh so hard at the stories <laughs> and whatever was going on at the time in your life. One of my favorite stories is uh, the, the the story about the the costumes with Lady Gaga. Oh my God! And I'm wondering if you can talk about that a little bit. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All right, so man, you know that was like the beginning of the end for me. No, I'm yeah. playing. So <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was she wanted it to be. It was the it was the Fame tour, if I can remember. The mm -hmm. Monster Ball Fame Tour. She wanted everybody just, it was kind of like gothic-ish, but not, but it was it was, a, it was a lot. So she was like, I got an idea. Charles, you have a lightning bolt on your face. I said, <laughs> a, a, a lightning who? Okay. I like, look at me and think about this lightning bolt. So uh, the gig started and I had a lightning bolt on my face. Uh, <laughs> it was a uh, silver and black. It covered from like my head here all the way down <laughs> to my neck. And I got some pictures somewhere that I would never share. Oh uh, no, I need to see these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> never in Oh my God, I can't believe it. And I'll never forget the first gig with the, with the lightning bolt on my face. Whew. Uh, I, you know, they used the wrong type of makeup. Oh no! And just, just, just makeup just running through my eyes, man. Just, just ran all. I was just like, "Gosh, this ain't gonna work for me." And so they figured something out. And they still, I had a lightning bolt on my face, and I was like, "Well, this is." I don't know if I signed up for this particular part of music. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, like you know, amazing rock bands like Kiss. And you know, you know, they I think they was people or fans, you know, they know the songs and they really recognizable by their by their you know face paint. But I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. these were some of the most amazing musicians. Yes. Walking the face of the earth. And I was mm. like, the only reason that y'all don't even understand that. It's their musicianship y'all are really in love with and their songwriting more than their, their face paint. I was like, can we just get the show down before I have to put another <laughs> <laughs> light, lightning bolt on my face? <laughs> I love it. But I, you know, that that was an experience. Man. I was, you know, and that was the last time I had a lightning bolt on my face. That was there it. you go. I, I mean <laughs> yeah, maybe in the future, Halloween costume, something like that. You know, <laughs> you know what? That ruined Halloween for me. I don't even dress up for Halloween no more. <laughs> <laughs> I covered oh my Halloween goodness. for 30 years from that right there. That's it. So I got it's like so, it's so funny. You know, but it's in and, and what you just said about KISS is so significant because 
you know, Lady Gaga is so incredibly talented. She's this very, voice and the piano playing very. and the composing and songwriting, brilliant. You know, so but Even she was acting now. She's she acting. acting. Oh my yeah. goodness, acting! I don't know if you ever saw the season of American Horror Story that she was on, but amazing, amazing! Wow, it's a new yeah. movie that's coming out that she's in. Um, Gucci, I believe. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yes, I did. I saw a commercial for that recently and I was like, yeah. oh, I have to see that because she's in it. But it's like she's just she's so incredibly talented, but she was Very. so smart about the branding part and the separating herself from everybody else. And people yeah. talk about like the meat dress that she wore, which was, you know, <laughs> like who where, who would think of that? He was going for it, man. still talk about it, right? <laughs> Well, hold on though. They're not talking about that lightning bolt though. So no. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you have to share this picture. <laughs> you know, it could have been worse though. You could have been. This is true. You know, I could I could have worn meat dress. A, a, you could a, have. A, a, totally. a, meat, a meat meat suit. Like nah. Nah, come on. <laughs> like Charles, I got a perfect idea for you. I'm like, come on, God, God, come on, God. Like, don't do me like this, man. Oh my. <laughs> wow. But no, it was, you know, that tour was a great experience for me. Uh, you know, I had literally finished Kanye and went straight to Gox. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, mm -hmm. I think there was a, a little lack in between. I did some, I was playing off and on with Michelle and Deggio Cello before mm -hmm. <clears throat> I started with Kanye. So it was still a friendship. So after Ye, I did a couple of weeks with, with uh, Michelle. And I, it's funny, I, I was deleting emails and I ran into the email that my good friend Jeff Basker said, yo, it's on. Uh, we got SNL, blah, 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 with Lady Gaga. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's like, it comes with the yeah. fame tour dates. Here you go. And it was like, okay, the rest of my year is gone. You know, see you next year. So yeah. that was it. That was it. So we was we was on a movement on the hunt after that point. Absolutely. Yeah. And and when you, um before that, when you were with Kanye, it was like at the, the kind of the start of his rise well, right or like yeah you know i think uh i started with him on college dropout i believe that's mm -hmm. what record it was and it went into 808s and heartbreak no yeah no 808s and heartbreak and i was out by the time he did um um dark twisted fantasy which is an amazing mm -hmm. record but uh i did um god two years maybe three, two years with, yeah. with two or three years with Kanye easy. And it was nonstop. It was like studio. It was show studio, show studio, show mm -hmm. studio. So everybody like, are oh, you out partying? I'm like, nah, guys, this, this man is laser focused. He knows exactly. Hard work. Yeah. He knows exactly where he wants to be at. And mm -hmm. you know, as, as much as people want to disagree with, a few of his things, the, he's exactly where he wants to be at. Mm -hmm. So yeah. for that, well, I respect highly, you know? Absolutely. I still, College Dropout, dropout is still my favorite. Um, yeah. You know, it's yeah. such yeah. such a great album. That's, and he, I, he was, he was, that's where he really started um, yeah. developing 
the sound the sound he has now it's it kind of started there mm -hmm. you know? and i think he's always had even the sound we hear today he's always had this this sound this piece of art kind of flowing through his yes. mind you know? yeah and absolutely been able to to let it out you know what i'm saying i think there's something about musicians when they Maybe, you know, it's not always the first album, but it's kind of like the beginning of their career when it's all the yep. stuff that they created, not, you know, mainly from their own mind, right? right. Before, right, right, before right. things get in from the outside and people kind of massage sounds and things like that. I yep. always go back to that original, whether it's rock bands or pop music or jazz or anything, there's something in that first bit of creativity that's so raw and original you know right 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 right. i love that. yeah it's, it's not like that i mean you i mean you hear you hear that in in almost every artist everybody um from the first kenny garrett record to the kenny garrett record that was just released a couple of months ago mm -hmm. here the beginning of, of where he started to now you just that all is it all still has a relationship together, you know. So yeah, for sure. The, and sometimes, you know, you can hear things like the amazing thing about album progression is hearing experience in the music and not just like yes. not just like playing experience, but like the experience that comes with age, the experiences that come with travel. Like sometimes Life. you Life. know what I mean? Like you'll Life. hear you'll hear like someone will spend a lot of time playing in India and then you'll hear Indian rhythms in their music and yep, you're just yep, feeling yep. their musical experience. I love that. It reminds me a long time ago. I I can't even remember the guy's name. I, it's a drummer I was subbing for. This is terrible. But I was subbing for him for the Monk Institute. And this one, the bass player, Ron Carter, mm -hmm. was, over, <laughs> was over the Monk Institute and... <clears throat> You know, he's you know he's a he's a quiet man, but his 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 mindset or his actions, which are not you know loud actions, they're loud though. You know, his his actions are just like, hey Charles, just make sure you play through the ride. At that time, I'm like, play through the ride. What do you mean, man? You know what I'm saying? But after listening to records and him talking about life and music, yeah. I was like. Ah, got it. And and he talked about that with uh you know when he was with Miles, you know, and he mm -hmm. said, Hey, we had plenty of discussions on politics and walk of life and everything. He was like, That's that's how we was able to express ourselves musically. So, mm -hmm. you know, any artist today, I mean, from Kanye to I don't know, Christian McBride, uh, you know. They've been able to they they've seen walks of life so they're, they're able to express themselves musically even to aaron spears from you know 10 years 15 years up to now mm -hmm. you know he's able to express himself because he's walked through life musically in the, in the shows and his plan and everything he does so far in his career absolutely that's, that's yeah even, even yourself come on somebody <laughs> come on come on somebody it is nice to see each other um, progress through life and, yes. you know, yeah. Yeah, gain yeah. experiences that change us all and and be there for us, for each yeah, other. Also, you know, it's just the, the that walk of life, you know, going through a pandemic, you, you really found out, like, okay, who are your true 
your true friends or your true loved ones or yes or anything that even even like I had a like a you know you know what happened two years three years ago to me is super medical madness in my life and I was in the hospital for a month and yeah. know I was gonna walk and all this other stuff and and I freak I'm still freaking out every doctor right now they're thinking like what's wrong with you I'm like no it's what's wrong with you the the <laughs> the mental wheel is like you know it's like we don't know if you're gonna play drums anymore we, you know yeah. I think the third third week in the hospital when I finally came to they was like yeah so he might walk in 18 months or or longer mm-hmm. music definitely out of the question never yeah you told me that they said they didn't, you never play drums again yeah yeah now I, I went to hospital out of all times of the year all dates September 11th right I was in the hospital and I walked out by law they had to wheelchair me out but when I got to the door I was like stop I'm not willing out of here I'm walking out yeah. I walked out of the hospital I think October 24th wow because they was like that that was like this is not this is crazy. So this doesn't happen, right? Yeah, they was like, this doesn't happen. Have full mobility, been working, everything is my brain is still intact and no complaints at all. It is all. amazing. And and part of it, part of me wants to say it's miraculous. The other part wants to say it's that same thing that you had as a kid, where you were like, This is what I'm going to do. Yep. Nothing yep. will yep. stop me. Moving forward, let's go. Yep. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I will not lose. That's that's the even laying in a hospital bed overnight, uh, listening to you know the few other people that was in the room with me. I'm just like one guy. I told him like, man, I was like, I I need your will to live to be stronger. Mm. I'm like, cause it's spilling over here. Mm. I was like, man, I'm like, I'm not this type of per- I'm not that type of person. Like, I will. I'm good. Give me a couple of weeks, I'll be I'll be running out of here. This is when they was like, You definitely not walking, and I could not walk at all at that time. But yeah, I was just like, Man, your your will to live is not there. And I was like, please get it together, brother. I was like, we all we all going through, and you know, and Absolutely. you know I think a few days later he thanked me for it. He he was better and his surgery went well, hundred percent recovery and Excuse me. He was good to go. So, but I'm, I have that. I'm, I'm, I'm not losing. I will keep pushing yes. forward. So that's it. Absolutely. And and that's beautiful. I love that you affected his life too, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and that's pretty, that's pretty significant. And I, I think I saw you maybe a few months later, yeah, and ha- you did. right? Like January, yeah, yeah, February. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just I, like, we had talked. And I was nervous. I was nervous about how, you know, <laughs> how it was going to, you know, how you were going to be able to, to function and everything. And I saw you and I was like, you're nothing's wrong with this guy. Perfect. Like, you're he, great. He, he was, he was lying to us. Nothing didn't happen. No. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah. it, was, it was just so great to see and such a relief, you know, because I just care so much about you. And, and oh, when you called you. and, and I was, you know, you told me that and I was just like, what? Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, it's so yeah, scary. Yeah. Um, but, but so amazing that you are where you are, where you are right now. And, you know, during that time when I saw you, I went hiking for a few days mm-hmm. before I saw you. 
uh, in in California. Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. like, I'm 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 gonna get it right. Yeah, you were like, nope, I'm good. But it is in those moments, though, that you do see who has your back, who's there for you. Yeah. Um, and and similarly, you know, going through a big change last year in 2020 for me, and yeah. the the best part about that was that realization that there were so there was so much support there were so many people right. who were right, right, um, right. who were there and encouraging and it, that was incredible you kind of realized like okay this is this community is so strong, strong. and so, so strong exactly exactly yes. exactly what I was about to say it's a strong community and yeah. I'm I'm happy that we are all a part of it honestly because you know um if it wasn't a strong community 2020 would have been rough. Yes, absolutely. Rough, more rougher than what it was. You know what I'm saying? If we didn't, if we didn't have a strong community. Yeah, I mean, it's just looking out for each other. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The word that comes to mind for me often is resilient. You know, exactly. it exactly. was like Very. this. This industry was nearly decimated in so many ways. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and yeah. and it could have been. It could have been the end. And in a lot of ways. And I just feel like it was like this, everyone came together, figured out ways to make music, figured out ways to support each other, all of the funds that were put together, you know, for out of work musicians and stage workers. And it was incredible to see all of the people supporting each other, all of the musicians still paying their right. bands. Like, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. that was that was amazing. And it, yeah, yeah. as much of a struggle as it was, I think it all taught us how strong we are. Yeah, it did. And it also taught us <clears throat> how we could stick together even more. And, you know, some guys, things have been opening up. Some guys are kind of losing their way. I'm like, I have to, I have to, I have to give them a reminder, like, hey, hey, man, remember last year this time, you was twirling your thumbs. Yeah. And we was all out trying to reach out to each other, keep everybody uh, employed in some type of way or mm -hmm. making sure there's food on the table for you and your family and some. Or uh, in, in some retrospect to some, some guys, it's, it's like supporting black business and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I'm like, don't forget. <laughs> right. When it's, when it's all said and done, you know, when it's, when it's, we kind of open it back up, you, you just go back to your regular ways. <clears throat> it's like no, don't forget. It's you know we're still out here. Everyone, we're still out here trying to be a part of this creative world. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, exactly. Spiritually, musically, everything. Physically, you know, all of that. So, like, you you remember that part? Yes. What, I always say that's you know the last thing. It's not the last thing, but like I don't wake up and worry about what's where my, where my next dollar is coming from. I wake up was like, what's the next thing I'm I'm going to create today? I, you know, I've been very fortunate in my life. I'm not super rich, nothing crazy like that. Mm -hmm. But I've always always had money. I've always been able to pay a bill. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's late. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know, the lights get cut off. I don't know, but I always have money. But uh, it's uh, something that 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 I'm, I'm more passionate about is being creative mm -hmm. and, and making, making a creative mark in the, in the world, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So 
I, for me, a dollar bill is not going to, uh, for me, I want to speak for myself, it's not going to get me that, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. But me that- tweaking snare drum the right <laughs> way. Woo! That's fulfilling for me. <laughs> it's so, it's so <laughs> true. So it's so true, especially in this <clears throat> industry, because it is all about creativity. Yeah. And if you're focused on the money, if that's your main focus, then the creativity is second or third, or right? Third, or, or you're going to be unhappy. Yes, you're never going you're to be, going happy. To be unhappy. I know. I I say that. I say that often. Just in in talking with people about careers in this industry and and life in the industry, because it is one of those things where you have to put the creativity first. You have to put right. the focus on right. the music, on serving the music, and and doing. Yeah. Yeah, doing yeah. what's needed regardless of the money. And of course, money is important and we all have bills to pay and all of that. That's- I, mean, you know, like, I look at it like, you know, hip hop was built on a culture. It was built on the love of breakdancing, the love of, of beats, the love of break beats. And, you know, then money got involved and a few things kind of got a little messed up. But, you know, we're still in that creative mode though, you know? Yeah. Um, when I got this studio, People was definitely looking at me like, so uh, how are you going to pay for this? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, we got a space, though. Right? They're like, <laughs> they're like, they're but you know what? You knew, you knew you were going to make know. it work. You were I going know. to make it happen because that's what that's what you do. You just you have to figure it out. You Sometimes yeah. you figure it out as you go. Um, yeah, but maybe that's what it is about those first albums that attracts me so much because there isn't there isn't anything else. It's just yeah, the creativity. Just the, the money isn't involved in the, right, the, right, life, right, the right. lifestyle, you know. And, you know, some people get caught up in their lifestyle and then they find their way back. They get back to their thing. They get back to it. Like, yeah, uh, you know, it, t- it took me, uh, you know, me being honest, it took me a second listen uh, to Kanye's uh, Donda record. And I mm-hmm. said, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, he back on his thing now. He's mm-hmm. he got he got he got his laser focus. He's always been focused. Not getting it twisted, but yep. This particular record, I was like, he 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 found it. He got it. He back in it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I I think everybody just trying to be creative, and the money will always come. Like me building this place out, I was like, uh, I don't know, but it came. Mm-hmm. It just. Just started flowing, you know. I ripped the carpets up. I was like, "All right, I, I don't want to put, you know, none of this laminate floor. We're gonna do real oak hardwood, Brazilian oak wood floors." And we found the glitch in the matrix, and here we are. You know, I love that though. But like, <laughs> but but why did you do that? Right? Sound sound reasons, right? You wanted, yeah. I mean, warmth. you know, yeah. The warmth also. Um, for me, like the way I love to cut drums is uh, I can always, you know, a dead room, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what kind of music recording, doesn't help all the time. So I can, with Oakwood floors, it, it kind of soaks up that sound a little bit, but still is giving me that air mm. that I'm looking for in the room. Mm-hmm. If I'm recording vocals, or if I'm recording drums, I want to get, if I want to get a nice room sound, and I want to, you know, crunch it up with, you know, some compression or whatever. After the fact, I have, you know, I have that big, you know, 
rock room sound or that's just right. something to have. So, you know, it works for me. Then I, I just got these built uh, uh, maybe like five months ago or something. Uh, longer than that, maybe. And it's been great. Everything's, you know, studio has been great. Music been great. I just did something for, uh, we call ourselves Real Lo-Fi, uh, maybe a week ago. Some, I'll, I'll send you some stuff. You, you'll enjoy. Yes, <laughs> that was going to be one of my next I'll, questions. I'm definitely going to send you some stuff. Yeah, so we are Lo-Fi on Instagram. Yeah. You can yeah. find find you there. Yes, um, you can. Yeah. But tell, tell me about that project. So it's me and my production partner, Mitch Henry. And, you know, we've been fortunate enough to work on uh, a lot of film, a lot of different artists together and separately. And it was just one of those moments, you know, we were doing production stuff, you know, you know, getting placements here, little films there and whatever. And it's like, it was one of those moments where it was like, man, we, we just making everyone sounds good. Like uh, when we're going to do something for ourselves. And so that's where it kind of, kind of started from. And, mm -hmm. and we just created like uh, a bunch of music together that I'm like, this is not for no one else but us. Mm -hmm. So uh, we did some stuff. Uh, the We call it the first installment. Everyone would think it's it, everything is EP based, but we're looking at everything as an art piece. So it's it's the first installment and it's we have an orchestra, a 22 piece orchestra. I did this during COVID by the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> a 22 piece orchestra, just all type of madness and a couple of special guests on the record with us. And uh, hopefully by March, we're, we've been doing uh, video content now. That's what we did mm -hmm. all last week. I'm literally, I run into my laptop to start with you because I was mixing. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> right. Sorry to pull you away from that. Dude, <laughs> no, I, had to, I had to be here. Oh. Uh, but uh, I was, was mixing, mixing that. And so... We're doing a piece every, well, this first piece is 25 minutes long. The next piece we're doing, it's only like one song. Then we're doing another big one in uh, February. We, I want I wanted to try something, but you know, it's, it's that, I, I won't use the word fear, but I'm just kind of like, am I, will I be a little bit too ahead of time? But it, you know, I'm thinking about recording this next big installment in February, uh, but doing it all VR, virtual reality. Wow. Okay. So, I like this. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a lot of things that's going on in the brain right now. And it's like, how do I pull this off, but still, it, it would make it a, that level that we're all used to see. Make it accessible. Yeah. Make it accessible. And that level of of professionalism that we always get when we with when we were artists working with artists like mm -hmm. me working with Kanye working with Gaga MIA Latif all these other people it's just a certain thing you see and you're like it has to be that and some you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. now you know I talked about money earlier sometimes it takes money yes. <laughs> yes. uh but you know we all we always make our way and that's that's what it is so hopefully March, the first installment will be out and mm -hmm. a bunch of videos will be coming out starting in December. So that's super we, cool. We are, we're getting ready. We're getting ready. All like, right. I, we're going to be looking for that. 
I'm to the point where I have to start practicing because more because you know we create all of this stuff. I'm like, yo, I don't remember this, man. How do you? How did I program this? I gotta play this stuff. Like oh God, I gotta. Like I was practicing hardcore last week. Like, yo, we got to do this video shoot, and I don't know none of this music, and it's my music. Yeah. Right? You gotta practice, remember man. all I gotta that. Remember, remember this stuff, all these beats and everything else. And learn everybody else's music that I got to go out with. So, right, it's, it's good times. No complaints. That's a lot. That's great, no though. That I mean, no I can't wait to hear some of the stuff and and see the video content too. And I love that you're doing video stuff. And I'm sure you're going to be posting. And I I, I can't wait will. to see. I definitely um, definitely will. And just um before we go, I want to talk a little bit about the next generation because you've always been so supportive of yeah. those coming up. You know, and I, I know that um like Mike Mitchell, um yeah, yeah is one of those guys and I just I just saw Mike. It's Did you? Enough. I just saw Mike. It was uh where was I at? It was in New York was a couple of months ago. I I like stopped in New York to do something. I don't know, it was a layover for me or something, but we all hung out that night. Yeah. I mean so great. Every everyone everybody is finding their space mm -hmm. which i love which it's needed you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah i mean we could call them next generation or, or we could just call them today today's you know yeah <laughs> they're today like you know it's 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 hard to say next generation because uh now everything is uh so accessible mm -hmm. like you know 15 years ago it wasn't as accessible. I couldn't. I couldn't just go to YouTube. Boom, pull up. Right. Pull up. Comment. Pull up. Dennis. Pull up. Whoever. Mm -hmm. uh, I had to go. You know, find the bootlegs. Dig. Search. The, the VHS else. tapes. Right? Oh my God, man. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> so you know, uh, in today's world, which is beautiful, I think it's. It's good and bad, you know, you get that instant gratification, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. realistically, you know, the, the SoundCloud world, cats can do a song and release it that night. Right. You know, uh, and you, we all know it was not like that before, you know? No. So, so you, you can call them next generation or today's generation. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone's pushing the boundaries of music. And I think it's, I think it's, Beautiful. I agree. It's needed. It's needed. I mean, I can imagine some people had their um uh when Elvin was doing when Elvin really was cultivating his sound, I can imagine someone's like, Hey, this is not Philly Joe Jones, or what are you what are you playing? Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's not Papa Joe. Like, what is this? This right, right. This loose thing you're doing. It's like, nah, man, it's he he's creating a voice right now. And so that's what I think about every, you know, every cat from Mike on that's that's coming out here slaying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got a voice, man. And it needs to be heard, period. I you know, agree. I, love it or hate it, you're gonna hear it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a great way to put it though. You yeah. know, and yeah, yeah. And if you could give some advice, would it be to create your own voice and put it out there? Yes, Lord. Yes. I mean, it's you know, you know, a lot of a lot of guys a little bit older than me, some, you know, 
they they have their quirky things like everybody sounds the same and blah 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 gospel chops messed it up and this and that i'm like listen guys uh if you don't let these guys explore and find what they need to find then there won't be a progression you know right. what i'm saying um this is this is what they've been sharing on this is what they got right now guess what they're right. sharing uh right now and they're going to find something else and they're going to be able to progress from that but if you keep sunning them or trying to make them feel like they're not they're just playing the same old same old mm-hmm. it's not going to progress right know? i mean we didn't we didn't get dennis because you know i don't know we didn't get dennis if you if you would have sat him down and said hey man all this stuff you're playing no don't do that all this pocket stuff that no, like mm-hmm. no, we got Dennis because he's like, this is what it is. Absolutely, I don't, care, I don't care what you think. This, I'm telling you know, it was, it was one of those things, you know. Uh, Dave Garbaldi, it's like, oh man, he's, he's the master of it. Like, let him, yes, let him, yes, let he him, is. I, I met him for the first time last week at PASIC. Beautiful, I've and never I, met, I really want to, I've never met him. I was a little, a little bit like starstruck and nervous. <laughs> It's, you know, so many records I've played where I'm playing all my Oakland Stroke stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm playing so much Garibaldi. Like, yes. I think I did an interview a couple of years ago. It's like, so this drum beat, I was like, Garibaldi, go, yeah. go listen to this. Go listen yes. to this record. I'm playing note from note almost, you know. I'm like, right? it's, 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 you know. And I, I think that cats like Mike Mitchell and all, they, you know, they feel the same way, man. It's like. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Dennis, if it wasn't for Garibaldi, if it wasn't for Gad, if it wasn't for, we wouldn't have the voice we have. Mm-hmm. Period. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and no. the new voice is is being created right now. Oh my God! Shown and it's being created and it's moving forward. Man. It's pushing the it's pushing the music forward. Yes, you know? yeah, and yeah. that's the most important thing, right? Always yeah. creating, yeah. always discovering, moving yes. things into the future. Yeah. Um, you know, things are changing all the time, so. Yeah, I and, you know, embrace I, it. I, I mean, I always tell, I always tell guys like, don't be, don't be scared to fail, right? And then, then, then you won't find that next thing because if you play it safe, like I'm the king and not playing it safe, you know, I'm like, I'm going down the flames. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, I, I hear it. I'm going for it. My hands be like. Nah, buddy. <laughs> I'm thinking about you on the saxophone, Charles. Right now. <laughs> Exactly. I'm going. I'm playing, I'm playing. I hear the Charlie. I hear all Charlie Parker, and what's coming out is definitely not Charlie Parker. You know, <laughs> but that's okay though. I'm gonna keep going for it, and that's it's okay. you know, for all the for all the the younger cats that's out exploring. That's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be afraid to fail. Find your voice. I mean, it's funny. Every every now and then, cats act like, "Hey, can I take some drum lessons?" I was like, "Ah." I don't really give lessons, but we can hang out all day, that. all night. Uh, what I can teach you is, I think, more valuable than uh, a couple of paradiddles. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's life. Life in this thing is what really will uh, take you further in your music career. You, 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 you already got it. Just practice. Yeah. Just practice. Right. You know? But the life, the life part of it, 
the playing part of it is one thing. The life part of it is a whole other animal. It's a whole It's another beast. Oh. If, you, if you're not prepared for that, you know, I, I have a friend of mine. He asked me a long time ago, hey, man, why you why you never called me to tour anything? And I was just like, man, you know, uh, musically, you got it. It's that life part. You, you're not you're not mentally prepared for right. that road and you know like are you cool enough to to be on a tour bus with for you know four or five months right you wilding out every night like man come on man we got the bus leaves <laughs> at midnight you get into the bus at 12 30. why because you was out partying you know why right, whatever right. it may be you know it's something i learned from i don't know do you know uh prof lane professor lane Johnny no lane. So in the high school, uh, we used to go to this uh, percussion camp, mm -hmm. Eastern Percussion, Eastern Illinois Percussion Camp, and it was Dougal Chancellor, Lewis Nash. Wow! Some of the greats teaching. It's all high school kids for the most part. And Professor Lane was—he was over the whole thing. He created the monster of it, and the speech he gave at you know the intro of it all is to be early, is to be on time. To be on time is to be late. So I try my best. Sometimes I'm I'm just late, but I try my best to live by that. And and anybody I speak to, I'm like, hey man, listen, to be early, to be on time, to be on time, to be late, and just mm -hmm. be prepared. And don't be afraid to fail. That's what I tell every younger cat than me that wants a lesson or wants to talk about music. I'm always open for it, and I will always speak my truth. That's mm -hmm. it. Boom. There you go. For every young musician. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so great. That's great, great advice and so important. Yeah, very, very, yeah. very, very. All right. So okay. we can, we have to check you out at We Are Lo-Fi and wait for some stuff to come. It's coming. And it's coming. Or, 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 or Charlie Mike's. Charlie my, Mike's. Uh, my other Instagram. Yeah, you can find me there and I'm always posting and. You know, we, we got things coming out. I can't wait. I can't yes. wait. I can't wait either. I'll put some links in the description so that people Please. can follow you and see what you're up to. Check Amazing. out some awesome music. And I just want to say go for the VR thing because it sounds like uh, it's, it's gonna be, be fun. It's gonna be fun, you know. Yes. I definitely we'll have a we'll have another one on one conversation about it. I think you're gonna you're gonna love it. I can't wait. I'm it. psyched for it. you. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's it just thank you so much for your time today, Charles. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you for even uh asking. I'm like, yes, I'm like yeah. I'm in. Like I've been waiting. Like anytime I'm there. I'm ready for it. You know. Well, and thank you also for all the years of friendship and support. Same, same here. Same here. Absolutely. Same here, same and I can't here. wait to see you in person and maybe check out the studio. Get a little studio tour. Yes. Listen, get into we Boston. Have to make, we have to make it happen. Anytime you near Boston, just let me know. Absolutely. Set up. Even I don't drink coffee no more. That's heartbreaking because I love coffee. <laughs> but we can get together in the coffee house still, hang out, and uh, take it to the studio. All right? Absolutely. That sounds like fun. Sounds good. We'll do it. Thanks again. And we will talk soon. We definitely. Thank you so, so much. All You're right. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Join us each Tuesday for new episodes of Sarah Hagen Backstage.